0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I know you're probably wondering, wow, these guys just disappeared. Well, you're right, because number one, I'm in residency. and Number two, we have recorded a bunch of episodes that are going to be dropping on the podcast more regularly. Today's episode is in fact with Tony Atkins, PAC, the dancing doc, and For those of you that don't know the name, you definitely have probably seen this guy all over social media, dancing with kids, brightening up their days, making them smile. And uh, I got to say, the guy's got some moves. Um, We talked today about, you know, we kind of just get real about life, about how this all started for him, his background, what he's been through to get to where he is, why he started dancing with kids. Um, it's actually a really interesting episode and I walked away with a lot from Tony and uh, I think you guys will too. I hope you enjoyed the episode. By the way, if you ever see Tony's Instagram where he posts all his videos, where you can find him just by searching Tony Adkins, you will see he's wearing some pretty fresh swag. He's got the Metalita white coats in every one of his videos. He's got the Metalita scrubs in all of his videos. The guy looks fresh. And he gets all his gear at metalita.com. You guys can get yours too. Go to metalita.com. If you go there, you'll get a pop-up right away to get 20% off on your first purchase. All you got to do is put in your email, get some fresh swag, get a fresh white coat, gift a white coat, gift scrubs, whatever it is, go to metalita.com. All right, guys, we're getting into the episode now. Here is Tony Atkins.
1: Ah, you know, it's, uh, been going, I'm telling you, man, it's like never-ending story in my life.
0: Man, <laughs> so. you're on the you're on the move right now, man. You're As busy. <laughs> How's it going, man?
1: I, it's going great, man. It's fine. It's about time I get to actually meet you. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that.
0: No, it's all going, man. Yeah, I know you're busy right now, spreading love all over the world.
1: Man, seriously, seriously. And man, just, how
0: did how did this all blow up?
1: Um, so it kind of came on when one of my patients uh, was had childhood leukemia, and then he kind of beat that, and then he started having all these different uh, neurosurgical issues as far as hydrocephalus, the um, chiari, and then he started having uh, cerebral tumor, um, a pseudotumor, pseudotumor cerebri. Mm-hmm. So we started doing all these different surgeries on him, and he started becoming a little depressed. So I decided to kind of start doing some dances with them and turn on music because when I was a little kid, I grew up in um, the rough parts of South Central Los Angeles. And I just said, you know what? I think if I turn on some music, I can probably get him up. Mm -hmm. I did it one day, and lo and behold, he was like a totally changed man. Man. And it it just like basically changed everything. And his mom filmed it um, as we were dancing. She put it online, and it just went just like that.
0: Damn, just from the from first time right when you started doing it yeah. that was the first video i ever recorded and yeah
1: blew up and that right was there. it That's... It just went crazy
0: yeah so you just kept doing it after that
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah yeah it just kept going it kept going and since then it's just kind of grown across the hospital and i've just been doing it all over the hospital
0: man it's how did how do the kids react once you when you start dancing with them
1: i mean you oh, can tell God.
0: you can tell by their faces yeah. in the in the videos but yeah
1: yeah, no, they love it. You know, some kids, they, sometimes it's mostly just the parents, like, go ahead, dance with them, dance with
0: them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't push them. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. But then, you know, once the kids start getting into it and they pick out a song and, oh my goodness, their their faces just light up, you know, because, you know, a lot of kids, they see uh, positions and they, they're pretty scared because of, you know, traumatized from just, childhood things yeah, yeah. Uh, but then when they see me and I'm just like totally different always like laughing and giggling with them and I have two younger daughters so I kind of yeah. know the little uh, things that are in at the times um, so they're like oh how you know about that it's like yeah. oh I got a daughter too like oh so then we just start <laughs> playing around and it's just you know it's kind of takes off from there you know we become like best friends not yeah. just a patient provider relationship it is more like friends when we start talking
0: yeah yeah, yeah. man all right yeah. so i when i i've seen these videos i'm like all right this guy's got <laughs> moves he can definitely dance you didn't, like you're not you're not an amateur dancer did you, no, you doing no, this growing no. up or something
1: <laughs> so the funny thing is when i was in uh junior college um as well as in the end of high school i used to throw parties with uh, one of my friends and we used to throw parties every monday night Mm -hmm. and we used to try to get the people to start dancing so you were the cool cool guys exactly (laughs) (laughs) so him and i we used to get out on the dance floor just basically get the dances started because nobody was really dancing and at that time we would just be clowning around doing different dances trying different things and that's how it kind of all started and when i'm doing with the kids Is basically what I've been doing all my life. So the people that know me is like, man, that's just Tony. (laughs) So, and it's, that's how I kind of learned just by looking at videos and then we doing the the different things in the club and then just kind of gone from there. It's like amazing.
0: Yeah. What do you, you think dancing, dancing does something special for, for people? I mean, like, I mean, it puts you in a good mood, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely dancing. Um, so for kids or as for, you know, anybody, so we have pet therapies. Um, so anytime you stroke a pet, you know, you release endorphins and those things make you happy, uh, take away pain. Um, so these things have been researched all across um, the world. Uh, so with me doing this, this is releasing a huge amount of endorphins. And kind of taking away a lot of uh, concerns, worries, pains, especially with the parents because the parents are anxious because, they, you know, you come into a hospital, mm-hmm. then you got to see a neurosurgeon. Um, so it's taking away all those different things. So oh, I bet. The, the amount of endorphins that are released with these uh, type of therapies such as pet therapy, painting for kids, and now me dancing, is, is comparable to getting dosages of morphine and dilatin. So it's yeah. it's a pretty big thing.
0: Yeah man, you're like yeah. a, you're like a dancing painkiller man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I like that.
0: I'm using it. <laughs> Coins. <laughs> hey, so are you so you're doing ped's neurosurgery right now or what do you are you are you, you are you doing a few different kind of things?
1: Yeah, so I do ped's neurosurgery Monday through Friday and every other weekend. Uh-huh. Um, and then on the in some weekends, I moonlight in the ER at uh-huh. the adult hospital across the street. Uh-huh. Uh, so and it's pretty interesting in adult hospitals because, you know, you can't do really you can't do a lot of things that you do at Pete hospitals, because, right. you know. But, you know, being in a, in the ER, it's pretty, pretty cool because, you know, you get to see a lot of different things. And I joke around with all the uh-huh. patients there. Um, I have a lot of patients that comment on my, uh, my Instagram or Facebook and it's like, oh yeah, you treated us in, in the hospital in the ER and, and they remember me because of my personality. My personality is live.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Amazing. That's dope, man. For, so how do you get, you get to do a few different specialties, right? You're yeah. a PAC. So that means you get to kind of do mm-hmm. a few different kinds of things. Can you talk about yeah. a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So being a PA, um, so when I was going through undergrad, I wanted to become an MD. And then as I was getting older, I was like, eh, I got to do something that's more easy to attainable. Mm, so I choice. decided to do PA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to do PA and PAs, is what we're able to do is to prescribe, diagnose, write prescriptions, uh, all this type of this stuff and see patients on our own, run our own clinics Yes. Um, and we can do all this without happen, having to go to a residency mm-hmm. so with that in said that we are we come out as generalists mm-hmm. and we can specialize in different areas of medicine uh-huh. Um, and we don't have to go back to residency like MD or nurse practitioner. Right. Uh, so that's the reason why I'm able to do um, pediatric neurosurgery one day uh-huh. and then next day do emergency medicine. Uh-huh. And then some other days. Probably why I,
0: you're still so happy and can dance. I, I know.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You have to break the line just a little bit, just a few days. yeah. So. yeah. yeah so and that's the reason why i chose pa because i can change at any time i wanted to but right now i think i am fixed in neurosurgery because this is my calling
0: yeah yeah man absolutely hey so i noticed a few uh, i noticed on your comments like there, like on instagram social media people say why don't you say why don't you call yourself dancing pa and i thought Mm -hmm. you know like I, 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 love that you call yourself the dancing doc and I'm like, why are people making this a thing about like semantics? You know, why don't we just embrace like, this is a man, he's doing a good thing. He's cheering kids yeah. up and I wanted to bring it up because I, I feel yeah. like you're, you're having to defend yourself a lot on social media. And I'm like, can a people lot. just give it a break? Can we just talk? Yeah. Can we just clear the air right now for people?
1: Indeed. Indeed. So, um, when NBC came on, I think they said Doctor Dancing or something, Dancing Something Doctor. Uh-huh. Um, and, and it sounds then, good. It's
0: catchy. It yeah, good. yeah,
1: yeah. So people, some people got upset, um, and and then so we kind of, I I told them, you know, I'm PA, so and everybody knows that I'm a PA. Uh-huh. Um, hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we have a part of society that knows a lot about medicine and we have part of society, and we have a majority of society that only knows doctor nurse.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, right.
1: Um, so, and that goes along with, um, media, media will pick. So you have a bunch of producers that will pick what is more catchier. Mm-hmm. So when I went on to, um, in the middle of September, went on to uh, good morning America, I told the producers that I'm a physician assistant, don't say doctor because somebody's gonna get upset.
0: <laughs> so. Is it who's more upset? Is it doctors or is it the PA profession? Because that you're not using because they want you to like show them off.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, right now, I think it's more of the newer PAs that are more. Um, they, you know, we kind of idolize our our uh, title. Mm-hmm. Uh for me I I don't really it doesn't really matter which way cuz I know who I am exactly. um so it,
0: um
1: And so that's what happened when Michael, uh, Michael Strahan on Good Morning America started calling me doc and doc and doc. And he said, hey, doc, hey, doc. And then people were upset that he just kept on calling me doc. Uh, But I mean, that
0: happens in the clinic, too, all the time. And it's, you know, like, it's just it's going to take time. This is a new profession. People
1: like it's
0: it's just, you know, semantics. That's all it is.
1: Right. Right. So people get upset because of uh, the term doc. And I've told patients till I was blue in the face that I'm not a doctor, I'm a PA. Yeah. I
0: bet and, that is exhausting.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and sometimes you just kind of just say, forget it.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I, cause yeah. I have, I have patients to this day that say, you know, I know you're PA, but you're still my doctor. I was yeah. like, that's still not the right thing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but in the, in the heat of the moment when you're on tv and people are calling you doctor um it's so scripted Teleprompters mm-hmm. are on every corner of mm-hmm. the room mm-hmm. so you cannot say okay stop i'm not a doctor i'm a pa yeah. okay yeah is this well, that just but, ruins oh, the
0: vibe anyways if you do that.
1: exactly <laughs> but so i tell them before yeah so so the producers know before, so it's yeah. up to them, as well as I tell the people that are interviewing me before okay. that I'm not a doctor or a PA. And well, then I mean you plaster it, it everywhere
0: stopped. already. It's on your bio, it's on everything. It's not like you're not hiding you're not hiding anything. So whereas, no. that's why I see on the podcast here you can just talk about it and there's no yeah. there's no teleprompters, there's no script. <laughs> right.
1: Right, right. So and it's 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 tough because a lot of people are really in they are really into that title. And I, me, I'm a human being that was given a degree to ch- take care of patients and just so happened as a physician assistant. Yeah. Um, and I love being a physician assistant. I, I wouldn't change it for, for anything, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to, uh, you know, really get into an argument with somebody because somebody's calling me dancing mm-hmm. doctor.
0: Right, right. I just, I just it just
1: sounds to the media, dancing doctor, a or, or dancing doc or dancing PA. Right, so and it sounds better. It, it,
0: it goes, you know, like it's catchy. It, yeah. If there was another, if there was like a, a P word, and then you could say PA. Then like it sounds. Yeah. I don't know. Just. <laughs> right. But so. I, I want you, I want to give you the chance to clear the air because I I, I could imagine that'd be like exhausting to talk about it that. Is. It so is. So just refer people here. And be like, listen to the listen to the podcast.
1: exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) so i I, sometimes i i have to hold myself back because sometimes i have to i don't want to get into an argument with some people so i Mm -hmm. just i just allow them to speak because Mm -hmm. it's you know they can speak whatever they want but i already know what i I am
0: hey man that's all that matters dude you gotta you gotta just you know have faith in what you're doing you're not doing nothing (laughs) wrong forget Mm -hmm. but but now you gotta you're at scale right now so you got a lot of volume coming in so Mm -hmm. that one out of a hundred negative person is just amplified for you so right and they just filter through that's the thing with social media like Mm -hmm. negativity has a way to get to you at scale
1: exactly and sometimes i don't even respond i just let the followers get them i'll be like Sick em. Yeah. <laughs> get, up,
0: get up. <laughs> i'm gonna get them too next time I'm gonna be like, go to the podcast <laughs> <Exactly.
1: Get up.
0: laughs> oh man that's right all right so yeah i gotta mention this you, you uh, you're wearing some pretty fresh swag uh well, you know well, i noticed metalita's hooking you up with some with some cool gear laura Laura yes. francisco is awesome man she's, oh she's amazing yeah yeah she she runs metalita they mm-hmm. uh, sponsor this podcast. They, they look after our medical community, and I thought, hey, yeah. man, t- I, Since you're wearing the swag, you know we'll shout them out. We'll, we'll, uh, yes. we'll. T- they, they, the white coat looks fresh, though. You got, oh, yeah, you got no. a, you got a nicely tailored one.
1: Oh man, I make, I make it look real nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: man. I'm, I'm trying to get my hospital to jump on board. I already got my docs um, done, but now we're trying to work with the hospital.
0: Yeah, man fresh gear you got you know you look good you feel good right yeah that's right that's why i gotta get my groove on when i get a good little group <laughs> hey uh lar um, ariel was telling me that uh you guys were doing some uh you guys did some like black history month work i know yeah. that's something you're pretty passionate about mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. what was that all about
1: uh so it was basically just kind of um uh, doing a photo shoot and then uh, kind of getting my words of what Black History Month entails and what is what does it mean to me because mm-hmm. you know in my hospital unfortunately there's not a lot of African-American providers mm-hmm. uh, so I think I'm the only African-American provider uh, in my hospital oh
0: wow uh, really in, few- in California you're in California right
1: yeah, yeah. so in Southern California in Orange. Okay. Um, and then at St. Joseph's, uh, which is across the street, there's techs and a few nurses but mm. and then one other African-American <laughs> provider. So it gets kind of rough sometimes when you don't see anybody like yourself. Oh God, um, dude, and that I'm goes, in rural
0: Pennsylvania right now. I'm the only Arab oh. in like a 50-mile radius. Oh wow. <laughs> I feel for you. Well, like I'm I'm right outside of I'm outside of Pittsburgh, but yeah. I'm from an area where it's largely Middle Eastern and yeah, uh, yeah. there's a big I'm from Detroit. So like I wow. used to a very diverse area. Yeah. And
1: man, I totally understand. I get yeah. it,
0: man. You just, you just you just spoke to me right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So what's so, what's that like when you're in an area and you don't see a lot of people that look like you?
1: It's you know, sometimes it, it's it's kind of uh sometimes you kind of step back it's like, man I don't see nobody that looks like me, even where I live, you know, I don't see anybody you know going to the grocery store or going anywhere so it, it, it sometimes it's like you you feel um on an island mm-hmm. like nobody can relate to the things that you've been through to get to this point, yeah man. you know I can and
0: relate, for sure.
1: Yeah, so and that that gets kind of tough sometimes, and you know, and I see a lot of uh, patients, you know, African American patients, and and we're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got like a special bond, right? Yes, yes, yeah. because it, it's, you know, anybody can be a provider, anybody can do medicine, but when you kind of connect with your community, it's a totally different um, mm-hmm. from. You know somebody that don't know much about the community and what the things that they've been through or what the things that can possibly been through. You know, right. uh, it's kind of tough. You know, so. Is your you are know. you
0: practicing in the same area that your community is in?
1: No, because I moved out to Orange County because my wife is from Orange County, down the street from the hospital. Right. So I I grew up in L.A. Okay. Uh, but we didn't want to stay in L.A., so we came back to where she grew up at, which is down the street from my hospital. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I would love to be at um, within the inner city, but uh-huh. um, there's only a few um, children's hospitals within the inner city. Yeah. yeah. Um, and CHLA is one, but I wasn't. We weren't going to stay in L.A., so yeah. Chalk is the next option. Yeah. Nice man.
0: So what what's the, what's the plan now? What's like now that you've got like you get in this you're in the spotlight a little bit. What's the plan? What's you what do you want to do with all this?
1: So, you know, I've been trying to work on doing a foundation that's going to focus on um, some of the families that are within our hospital for a long period of time, because we have a lot of kids that have to come in for chemotherapy treatments as well as mm-hmm. epilepsy surgeries, and they're there for a long time. Right. Uh, so I'm to try to make a foundation that will help families um, financially um, and and then work with uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation to help them doing those those times. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, hopefully one day be able to uh, write a book, um, you know, and just leaving a legacy for my two daughters, um, because I didn't have much of a role model when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, my role models were my brothers, and they were both in gangs, oh, wow. uh, really? in and out of jail. Um, and then I just decided to do something different. I didn't want to be in a gang I didn't want to go to jail I didn't want to be struggling when I got older, so I decided to go to school and go to medicine
0: man, right. respect yeah respect, man. how that, have you talked about this before publicly
1: uh some you know somewhat not not in huge detail, mm-hmm. but just a little just touched tapped yeah. on it just a little bit but
0: that's man that's like that's you got a lot stacked against you with with yeah. uh so did you have did you uh i hope i don't get i hope that we're not yeah. triggering or anything but like you know like yeah. did you have family support mom dad at home uh anybody that kind of guided you towards a no you, nobody really guided you in a specific direction yeah, yeah. Right. You no know,
1: my mom was a single mom so my mom' focus was, you know, getting us something to eat, having clothes on our back, make sure you do your homework, and mm-hmm. if you need help, you can ask me for it, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't, um, and my older brothers were taking up so much of her worry because they were out in the streets doing all these different things, mm-hmm. um, and all their friends were either going to jail or um not making it past a certain age because mm-hmm. they unfortunately um got killed. Mm-hmm. Um so and I looked at that and was like, you know, this is not what I wanna do. I graduated from high school and at that time the army recruiter was there, so I went off to the military. Mm-hmm. Um and then I came back and I was more determined. I was like, you know, I want to do something and that's when I decided medicine was where I wanted to go.
0: That that's amazing, yeah. man. What would you tell anybody like, you know, going through a similar similar situation yeah
1: it's you know you have to figure what are the things that are going to make you happy you know because you know we we think money we think material things are going to make us happy but that just makes us more empty you know i i can care less about what my paycheck is going to look like mm-hmm. um long as i'm fulfilled by taking care of uh, patients and their families. Mm-hmm. And then I I'm feel like I'm a wealthy guy just yeah. by doing that and having two daughters that I'm constantly in their life and raising them because I didn't have a father in my life all the time. Mm-hmm. you know. So I'm, I'm fulfilled by having my two daughters mm-hmm. and being able to take care of my family and take care of other families by making them feel the, the utmost respect in the hospital
0: man i have so much respect for you man i you know you don't know a lot about people how they get to Mm -hmm. where they are and you know i know that to get for for you to get through medicine it's really Mm -hmm. hard if you don't have support
1: because Mm -hmm. it's
0: very competitive you have to have good grades and you know you have to have people showing you the way and Mm -hmm. you know like you doing that on your own was just that Mm -hmm. that sounds like like man major props to you
1: yeah, it was it was tough, but I made it.
0: Whereas dancing <laughs> was dancing a a big part of you know helping you get through those times. Hey,
1: I was at the club. Yeah, <laughs> turning <it> up, huh? <laughs> yeah, the club Monday night, the stress reliever. That was it.
0: You know, man. There's there, there is, is something there is something about that. Like you know, I remember mm-hmm. med school after exams, we'd all you know me and the me and my my boys, we'd all go out and you know yeah. like we we'd like have fun you know we'd go dancing and we'd yeah. you know try to pick up girls and you know yeah, like, yeah. it was it was fun you know like that, right it just you need something to you know there's something about music and about mm-hmm. you know just you know kicking it and even if yeah. you know, i'm a terrible dancer but you know there's <laughs> still something about i just bob my head like this yeah like, yeah you know
1: yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the best feeling ever dude i'm yeah. telling you it's amazing
0: yeah man <laughs> and there's something healing about it i've, I've I've read like things before about like you know just when you're able to get let your body just move and, and uh-huh. experience music and things like that. There's something very healing about it.
1: Right, right. I agree. I agree. That's why I do it.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. you gonna so any any new dance moves coming up or what's next?
1: Well, I've been looking at the African circuit.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so i trying to. What is that? I've been
1: trying to learn a lot of different. Uh, uh, dances from uh, the continents within Africa, because they have a lot of different like hip hop based uh, um, dances, and they're they're pretty wild. Because you know you, you have to be really flexible with your legs, because there's a lot of feet, a lot of feet work. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've been trying to learn a lot of that, so it's pretty What's tough. What's it called? So, <laughs> but no, it's it's different. So every country in Africa has a trademark dance. Uh-huh. So I'm just trying to figure out which one is really good and easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all pretty tough. They're all pretty tough. So I just I look at different um, uh, Instagram pages called Chop Daily. Uh, which is a pretty good one that goes through a lot of things throughout europe france as well as in uh, different uh countries in africa and they just kind of idolize all these different guys that just have little dance videos on in the middle of the street yeah so it's pretty cool i like it
0: what's your favorite what's your favorite dance right now
1: oh man um Wow, I can't remember. I don't know the name of it, but it's it's out of uh, Nigeria, and there's another one out of Ghana. Um, I, I don't even know how to – they just move their legs so fast. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> – uh, So I think that's the name of it, Zambaku. Uh, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm going to yeah. this. Yeah, just look up oh. on Chop Daily Instagram, and they oh. have a slew of them. <laughs> you can find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll look
0: it up, man. Well, so, I guess, um, what's your message, man? What do you want to get out there to everybody? What do you want to, you know, what do you want people to see when they go to your page and and see your videos?
1: Yeah, so, um, because you do get a lot of people that troll you and say, you know, how can you do all this stuff? And you are in surgery, a surgeon, and, and it's like, you know, it's not. You know, I post something and it's about a minute long or less than that. Mm-hmm. So, if you take your time out of the day just for a few 60 seconds less, just mm-hmm. to make somebody feel amazing just mm-hmm. by filming a video, because that's how that's long, long it takes, about yeah. 60 seconds. Right. Um, and that's it. And this will change their outlook on your care. Um, medical care in general, and will appreciate you as an individual, not at just a provider that's giving them information about their care.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's so true, man. Because you know, uh, you know, any provider, doctor, or PA mm-hmm. nurse in the medical profession, mm-hmm. we're constantly like, you know, go, go, go. We gotta see the next patient. We gotta mm-hmm. get to the next thing because there's a lot. It's a stressful, it's a stressful environment yeah and i can see you know taking off taking out that just one minute 30 seconds you know Mm -hmm. i can't dance for anything but you know like if i can make a patient laugh like during my interaction or if like i can you know maybe come up with a handshake or something right right. you know like there's a million ways to connect with people make them feel a little bit better nobody wants to be nobody wants to be in the hospital or in the doctor's office exactly
1: you know exactly but you know the underlying message is just you know take your time and get to know the people you're taking care of because that uh, the person that could be on the other end could be you yeah and take care of people like you want your family or yourself to be treated
0: 100% man I'm with that yeah yeah you don't know you don't know what it's like till you're on the other side you um you start Mm -hmm. to see things differently
1: oh yeah most definitely for sure most definitely
0: wow man this is um you know, I'm 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 happy to see what you're doing on there. I'm happy that you're, uh, you know, you're making a difference and you're getting your, you getting yeah. your dance moves out in public. <laughs> where can where can people follow you on social media to see some of your dance moves?
1: Um, so if you go to Instagram and go t underscore m a l o n e, three. So t underscore m a l o n e three
0: beautiful man and one last question uh, i'd like to Mm -hmm. ask our guests and that is um when you hear beyond medicine what does that mean to you what does it evoke
1: so it's basically talking about other things other than prescribing somebody some type of treatment plan Mm -hmm. Um, but you're looking at the patient as a whole uh, not just medicine but looking at them culturally uh, looking at how they their culture ticks. Uh what does their what does their culture offer to medicine um and how you can better treat a patient beyond medicine.
0: Love it man. I love it dude. All right, Tony, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time uh and hopefully we'll we'll stay connected, man
1: yes most definitely most definitely I, if i come to pennsylvania
0: i you up yeah man I'll, I'll be i'm an hour outside of pittsburgh man anytime you need, right. let me know all right i'll be there my friend well thank you so much for having me absolutely hey podcast thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope we brought you some practical good advice that you can apply to your life guys if you could please do us the favor of sharing this telling people about it, leaving us a comment, subscribing, all that will help us grow and help us spread our message. Also, if you'd like to support our podcast, you can go to our website and click support and it will help us grow this podcast and continue doing what we are doing and bringing you more high quality guests like the one you just heard. Thank you guys. Peace.